Download the free Gun Dealio app to your smartphone. Find out about the latest deals and news on guns and gear. Includes the latest Gun Talk podcast and Gun Talk videos. That's Gun Dealio on the App Store and Google Play. Today on Tom Gresham's Gun Talk, the 2018 World All-Around Shotgun Champion talks with Tom about his win last week. Plus, a new book about using your mind to avoid or get out of dangerous situations. And the latest in the fight for gun rights and more. So call in now, 866-TALK-GUN, with your questions, comments, and range reports. Now, here's Tom Gresham. All righty, Tom Gresham here. Absolutely. Well, where else would I be? It's Gun Talk. It's Sunday. You've got to be here. By the way, if you're listening to this on another day, we do it live on Sundays. You've got to catch us at that point. We're on from 2 to 5 uh, live on Sundays Eastern Time. And then, of course, we have the podcast that goes out a little bit after that. And then we upload everything. You can listen to this show and all the other shows anytime you want to just by downloading them and listening to them. Uh, your Apple iTunes, uh, all the other ways that you get podcasts. Hey, great to be here. I'm glad that you are here with us as well. We're going to be looking for your range reports, <clears throat> the guns that you have taken out, whether it's uh, guns or ammo or optics or whatever you've been shooting. or Even, you know, we love stories of introducing people to the shooting sports or those stories where you're talking to someone and they suddenly get it, where they weren't understanding the whole self-defense, self-reliance, protecting yourself and your family discussion. And the light bulb just comes on. And they go, oh, okay, I, I wasn't thinking about that the right way. Love those stories as well. So uh, our number is 866-TALK-GUN or just dial Tom Talk Gun. You know, of course, that uh, my basic baseline on gun rights is that you must belong to groups that fight for you when you're sleeping. I mean, that... That's ultimately what it is. When you join a gun rights group and you lend your support, your dollars, your time, whatever it is, you're banding together so that you always have somebody representing your interest, our interest. Because you can't go to D.C. You can't go to the state capitol all the time. So you all get together and you hire a lobbyist or you hire people or you have volunteers or you trade off and you build phone trees and email lists and everything else. And that's really ultimately what the NRA is about. It's what the Second Amendment Foundation is about. It's what all the state groups are about. And the NRA, of course, is the 800-pound gorilla in the whole thing. And a big part of the process that happens there is with the board of directors and who's on and who's making things happen. And it is a pleasure to welcome onto Gun Talk a, a good friend, an old friend, Buzz Mills from Gunsight, owner of Gunsight, Training Academy out in uh, Arizona, who was just elected, re-elected to the Board of Directors of NRA. Hey, Buzz, how are you? I'm great, Tom. I'm, I'm doing awful good, and uh, and I thank you. Absolutely. You know, we've talked about this. You've been fighting for our rights. You've been fighting for this country for a half a century. First, I think, at least I think it was first as a Marine. You may have been doing it before that. Well, no, that's uh, that's that's right. I was 17 years old when I raised my right hand, mm. and uh, and uh, ever since then, I've been I've been involved in the in the forefront of uh, rights for Americans, civil rights for Americans, and uh, you know you're talking about uh, supporting your uh, 
your local organizations and mm-hmm. uh, or your gun rights organizations. And you know, I, I was just uh, sitting here uh, contemplating that, and and uh, I realized that you know I'm a member of six of these uh, gun rights organizations, <laughs> counting state organizations, and, uh-huh. and uh, a good friend of mine is uh, is president of the New York State group, and they've got a big war going on up there with the state with their safe yes. act and all that. Yep. And so uh, we even support them. And you that's bet. a long I mean, way from America. I know, I know what you mean. I mean, whether it's uh, New York with you know, Peter King or Goal in Massachusetts or Buckeye Firearms in Ohio uh, or even Cal Guns you know, out in California, there's a fight everywhere. Some of them are more pressing than others. But And I want to get your take on this. And I've been talking about this a while. This fight where a lot of us have said, well, we don't have that fight here, thank goodness, that's in Massachusetts or New York. The fight's coming to all the states now, and in one form or another, the Bloomberg folks are handing these bad gun bills to legislators in every state and getting them introduced. And we're, we're having the fight everywhere now. Well, I know it. You know, I was involved last week in Arizona. Uh, we had a, we had a bill introduced that uh, that uh, just about totally deprived you of, of uh, due process if uh, if somebody wanted to declare you. As incompetent. Oh and, uh, yeah, uh, this thing they call their red flag laws. Yes, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I got uh, I got with our legislators there and uh, in Arizona, and uh, and and I think we I think we just about killed it. I think we have just about killed it. If it comes through, it will be very difficult to have somebody uh, declared incompetent. But you still had to go there, and you had to talk to people, and you have to spend collateral, whether it's money or, in this case, time. And you know, tra- traditionally, we've all kind of sat back and said, well, you know, let the NRA do it. And, you know, for years we've been saying, well, you, you are the NRA. I mean, that's, that's what we are. Each individual has, got, has to show up. We are, yeah, and and you know we've got we've got well over five million members now, and, and uh, but we've got well over uh, a million uh, a million and a half, well more than that, a hundred million. We've got well over a uh, hundred million supporters who Gun think they're NRA members because right. they were at one time. We don't, that's, and then, yeah, uh, they're right. A lot lapsed. of people a lot of people think they're NRA members, and they don't realize that their membership has lapsed. I know it. I know it, and, and I, I spend a lot of time counseling people on that. Of course, you know when uh, when folks come to uh, come to Gunsight to attend a class. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I told you this or not, uh, Tom, but uh, our uh, web address is www.gunsight.com. Anyway, when folks come out there, uh, we award them with a, a brand new shiny twelve month uh, membership in the NRA, really? and uh, and that's to get them started. Okay, so if somebody comes out to take a class at Gunsight and they're not already a member, you give them a membership. Absolutely, absolutely. And if they and if they are a member, we encourage them to give that membership to a, a good friend or maybe even a liberal that lives down the street, so the postman <laughs> can deliver that American Rifle and Magazine to them every month. God, I love it. What What are you seeing? Any changes or movement? in people taking classes, people getting serious about protecting themselves and their families these days? Well, they are. Uh, they are, and particularly uh, the ladies. Uh, mm-hmm. We've seen a tremendous increase in, in, 
in the number of women signing up for classes. We also have a tremendous increase in our youth programs uh, that are just uh, just overflowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been uh, it, it's been really something. I thought that we would see once the uh, Obama administration was over, we'd see uh, a fall off, a decline right. in the business, but uh, but it's continued to grow. I think people are more aware now of, of what's at risk. Um, and, you know, it, it's just every day you have got to be at the top of your game every day fighting this battle. One of the things that I have seen, and I don't know if it's filtered its way to Gunsight yet, but I'm guessing it may have, is the 27-year-old woman in Boston, African-American woman, who is mad because she can't get her permit to carry her Glock in Boston. And uh, the number of African-Americans who have decided to get serious about this were, who were not real visible, I would say, maybe 10 years ago, and other people of color throughout the United States. I, I guess what I'm saying is, are you seeing a growth there? Because I, I, I think maybe the whole idea of self-defense and taking care of yourself and being responsible for yourself and your family is cutting across all different demographic groups now. It is. It is. We're, yes, we're seeing seeing a, a big increase in in all the uh, all the minorities, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's uh, you, you bring that up, and that was one of the things that the NRA was founded about was back in uh, eighteen seventy one was after the Civil War. You know, the South passed a lot of Jim Crow laws. I'm from the South, and I'm real proud of my heritage. But at that time, they passed a bunch of Jim Crow laws, and part of uh, of the thrust of the NRA since the very beginning is looking out for for the folks that uh, that really need to, to be able to protect themselves, and uh, and and it continues through this day. Uh, well, I'm glad to see the participation of the of uh, the minorities in in the NRA and and yeah. how gun rights because they're integral. Their, their freedom is tied to our freedom, and uh, you cannot separate the two of us. What's your, uh, if you had to say, what's your big plan now going forward? You know, you're not just a board member. Obviously, we have you have Illing New, uh, range instructor uh, in at Gunsight, and Julie Gallup, all elected to the board. You got some really good folks there. What's the emphasis now? Well, I, I don't know that you're going to see a whole lot of uh, a whole lot different than what we've always been, which is you know we spend a tremendous time uh, and and money on uh, on youth education and programs, um, educational programs for for youngsters. I think you're going to continue to see that. I think you're going to continue to see an increased awareness in the in the local and state legislatures uh, trying trying to. Uh, uh, combat these uh, these new uh, initiatives that, yep. that are being uh, uh, started here and there. They're coming from all directions. Yeah, you know, Elaine uh, just she was just elected to the board. This would be our first term, right. and I've known her for twenty years. She's been teaching for me at Gunsight, and uh, just a fabulous individual. You know, she's very very talented. Uh, she is, uh, you know, she's a graduate of Yale. And I just going to say she's scary smart as well as being a really good shooter and a fisherwoman and you know does a lot of other things. Uh, just I think she'd be a great addition. Oh yeah, well she's very 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 uh, multifaceted. Um, you know she's a, a great hunter. She's been a licensed uh, 
guide for decades uh, mm-hmm. up in the Northwest, and uh, and she brings a lot of talent. And she spends almost all of her summers, every summer, uh, in California uh, at youth camps, um, teaching teaching the youngsters not just firearms, but a lot of stuff that they need to know. So she is going to bring a, a tremendous uh, uh, be a tremendous asset to the NRA, and uh, I'm just thrilled that uh, that the folks. Uh, Selected her to carry the fight for. You bet. Very impressive lady, and just uh, and as I say, and a really good instructor, handgun hunter, hunter all the way around. Hey, Buzz, I got to run here, but I just want to congratulate you and thank you and encourage people to go take a look at the website, gunsite, G-U-N-S-I-T-E dot com, gunsite. Uh, it is the Harvard, the oldest privately owned firearms training facility in the world. How about that? I love it. uh, You're absolutely correct, Tom. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for carrying this fight forward nationwide with your program. We really do appreciate all you do. All right. Thank you. It's a pleasure to call you my friend. Thank you, Buzz. All right. 866-TALK-GUN. Here's the deal. Everybody who gets on the air today, everybody who gets on the air today gets something. Okay? We're going to send you something. I'll tell you the details when we come back. 866-TALK-GUN. Stand for the Second Amendment with Franklin Armory. Their three-position BFS Gen 3 trigger is one of the hottest products for your AR, HK, ACR, CZ, and B&T in curved and straight variations. In position three, fire one round on pull and one round on release. Ideal for both tactical and competition use. Get a 10% discount on everything with the code word GUNTALK at FranklinArmory.com. The battlefield, where tyranny is laid to rest, where freedom comes of age, and where legends are conceived. Introducing the FN 509 handgun, a direct result of over 1 million rounds of testing. Descended from over 125 years of the world's most battle-proven firearms on battlefields both foreign and domestic. The FN 509, a legend in the making. Learn more at FNAmerica.com. This land, once wild and free, fades now from our memory. But I remember what it was like, what we were like, what we are capable of when we band together. Perhaps more than any other landscape, wetlands embody the life-giving abundance that nature has to offer. And perhaps more than any other organization, Ducks Unlimited is working to ensure that our continent's wetlands not only survive, but thrive for generations well beyond this one. These natural wonders are where waterfowl begin their cycle of life, where the deer and the antelope play, and where we, the people, gather together to see and share what makes the outdoors so great. The time is now to band together with organizations like Ducks Unlimited. The time is now to rescue our wetlands. I spy a black pickup truck. Oh, come on. How about something a little easier? Okay. I spy error-free forms, fast ATF processing, a 90-day money-back guarantee, and the largest inventory in the industry. Hmm. I spy powered by. That's right. With over 300 powered by silencer shop retailers nationwide, there's always one close by. Is that easy enough for you? (laughs) Ha! 
Almost too easy. Demand powered by. Shop our industry-leading inventory at silencershop.com. All right, here's the news for today. Everybody who gets on the show today, on the air, gets a book. We're cleaning out a whole bunch of gun books. I, I, you know, you know, I'm moving back into the house. We, well, we moved back into the house <laughs> after the fire last year. Uh, 250 boxes moved into the house. 80 of them. Eight zero. No, wait. We corrected that. 82. 82 boxes were books. Yeah, a lot of the books were gun books. Or are gun books. A lot of them do, don't need to live here anymore. <laughs> so uh, we're handing them out. Now here's the deal. You don't get to pick. You get what you get, and you don't pitch a fit, okay? Uh, but when you get on the air today, we're going to get your mailing address, and we're going to send you a gun-related book. Some of them are even signed by the author. Some of them may be signed, you know, even to me or to my dad. You just never know. I just can't keep them all anymore. It's just there's more than I can possibly do. So uh, that's the deal. Our number is, well, just... It's easy. Tom Talk Gun. We'll get you in there. Just dial Tom Talk Gun. And you know what? We'll start it out this way. The horrible question. The horrible proposition. The thing you would hate to think about. You can choose only one rifle cartridge to use in North America for everything. Everything. Self-defense, hunting, target shooting, everything. One cartridge. Irrespective of the rifle, semi-auto bolt, I don't care. What's it going to be? What's your choice? Yes, I know. You don't want to get down to one. Neither do I. But it's always a fun game to play, isn't it? Besides, it'll get you to call in. We'll get you a free book. All right, just got this uh, email from Scott, and he writes this email to Fox News. Now, you know they're, they're reporting a shooting, a mass murder, if you will, rampage at a Tennessee Waffle House this morning. Guy gets out of the car, starts shooting through the glass, I think kill people, four people. I like this from Scott. This is good True Squad action. Fox News, I am, I am noticing your coverage of what you are calling the Tennessee Waffle House rampage, in which a murderer used a gun to commit murder. I notice in your story that you used the gu- word gunman 10 times when not used in quotes, the term shooter twice, and the term suspect three times. And the term shooting six times when used as a noun and not in quotes. And the term attack, murderer, attacker, and murderer zero times. Why do you use those terms so much? But I have not noticed you using the terms such as stabber, knife man, knifing, car man, hatchet man, hatcheting, hammer man, hammering, etc. when other tools are used to commit murder. Please help me understand how that seems balanced to you. Scott, that's an excellent letter to Fox News. Makes the point when they keep talking about shootings this, shootings that, gunmen this, gunmen that. They don't do that for any other form of attack with any other kind of tool. And it makes people equate violence with guns when it is not always the case. And, you know, they don't even think about it. They probably won't even pay any attention to the letter. But one letter doesn't make an impression. 
10 letters may not make an impression. 100 letters, 100 emails, maybe. 1,000 emails saying, hey, why don't you guys think about the words you're using? You are poisoning the atmosphere. You are poisoning the public perception. You're actually coloring the news. And you're supposed to be the fair and balanced network. Not that they always are, but they're better. Okay. <laughs> Ron Brown. <laughs> One cartridge, right? 358 Winchester in an LR308 platform. That's interesting. Uh, for those who don't know, the 358 Winchester is the 308 necked up to 35 caliber. It's a cool, older, not old, old, but older cartridge. 358 Winchester. I'm trying to think, what was that? The heck was that chambered in? Seems like maybe there was a Winchester Model 88 that that got chambered in, but I can't remember. It's interesting. I'll tell you what, let's go talk uh, to folks who do have some thoughts. Uh, line three, Jeff's with us out of La Grande, Oregon. Hey, Jeff, you're on Gun Talk. Tom, I've been looking for a 327 Federal and been hitting gun shows, and they're really hard to find. People must really love them because they're not getting rid of them. And I was <laughs> yeah, just, you're, you're yeah. not going to find anything used. You're going to have to buy a new one. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of difficult, too. But I was at a gun show in Lewiston, Idaho, a couple months ago, and one of the vendors told me that, that Ruger was going to reissue or up their production or something of three different models of 327 Federal, and I just wondered what you had heard about that. I had heard the same thing, and I'm not sure. I think we'll maybe look at it. I can't remember if it's GP100, but there's two or three of them. And look, they understand. Ruger has gotten behind on a lot of guns. They're bringing out a lot of new guns, and the problem is every time they bring them out, the demand far exceeds, exceeds the supply and their ability to make them. And it's great that we're having all these new guns, but it's also kind of sucky that we can't get the guns in many cases. And trust me, nobody hates it worse than Ruger. I mean, they don't want you to want a gun, and they can't sell it to you. So work on that. I'll, next time I talk with them, I'll ask them, and we'll get a lineup of uh, which 327s are going to be coming out. 866-TALK-GUN. Sign up for our Gun Talk newsletter and join the Truth Squad at www.guntalk.com. Now, back to Gun Talk with Washington Times opinion page regular contributor, Tom Gresham. All right, we're back with you. Tom Gresham here. I am just about to click on this and get my info. Yes, there it is. Uh, we had a caller ask about the Rugers in 327 Federal. Michelle gave me a whole list of models. Uh, that they have. So I went on the Ruger website. They have a dozen, 12, believe it or not, 12 revolvers chambered for the 327 Federal, including some really cool ones that are available only through certain distributors, like Lipsy's has a, a Bisley uh, in 327. There are some other really cool ones. And then, of course, I got distracted and I clicked on 44 Special because I've been thinking about what I really need is a 44 Special revolver because I just. You know, everybody does, right? And they've got a three-inch barrel GP100, 5 Okay, yeah, I know. Okay. 
<laughs> By the way, uh, Gun Talk videos are always available on YouTube, Facebook, Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and GunTalk.com 24-7. You can check out. We have thousands of videos there. 866-TALK-GUN are just, uh, well, Tom Talk Gun is easier, honestly. Just dial Tom Talk Gun. Everybody who gets on the air today gets a free gun book. You don't get to pick it. We get to pick it because we're getting rid of stuff. I had a buddy that was doing a garage sale one time, and when people would come pick something out and buy it, he'd say, okay, that's cool. Here you go. And then he'd pick up something else and hand it to him. And they go, well, you know, what is that? I, I, didn't, you know, I didn't choose that. He says, no, no, you don't understand. When you buy something, you have to take something else. The goal here is not making money. The goal is for me to get rid of this stuff. <laughs> so that's what's going on. We're getting rid of a lot of gun books, and there's some really good stuff. But everybody who gets on the air today uh, gets a gun book. Pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Oh, line two. Ryan is with us out of North Dakota. I believe that is out of Ray, North Dakota. Hey, Ryan. Hey. Uh, just want to give you a range report. I got a Ruger Precision uh, 22. Nice. And, you know, those things are pretty cheap. And after putting a scope and bipod and monopod on, I mean, you're still less than $500. And that thing shoots awesome, too. You know, you when you first look at it, I don't know what you thought. Before I knew, I looked at it and said, okay, well, this is going to be a yeah, six or $700 rifle. Yeah, well, it probably looks like it's about that kind of quality and all. What did you end up having to pay for the rifle itself? I think it was just under 400 Three <laughs> yeah, I something I think I got it for. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? So how does it shoot? It shoots good. Shooting out to 150 yards, it's good. For really? 22. What kind of ammo? I've uh, used a lot of different kinds, I guess. Just whatever you had, huh? Yeah, but I've shot from 25 to over 100 yards and hidden it. So, so what is it about this uh, Ruger Precision Rifle 22 that's so interesting to you? Well, I like the looks of it. And other, if you don't have that magazine in, people think that it's a 308 or they everybody's like what uh what uh size is that and oh it's just a 22 <laughs> yeah and everybody goes what really now yeah. do you, let me ask you do you have a center fire version of the ruger precision rifle no no not yet you know because a lot of people have the center fire version and then they get the 22 for affordable practice yeah well that's yeah, cool I just like that bold action mm-hmm and, yeah, no, it's, and it's a it's nice rifle. enough to stay stable. And, and it's accurate. Doing, yeah. thing just yeah. shoots. Well, that's great. I appreciate the range board. That's very good. Uh, look for a uh, book of some sort coming your way in uh, the next few weeks. I appreciate the call, sir. Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, we were asking if you had to pick, pick one rifle caliber. Caliber, not rifle, but caliber for a rifle. For everything in North America, what would it be? Jim says 308 or 30 Okay, yeah, that's, that's, that'll work. Uh, line one, Brad's with us out of Topeka, Kansas. What happened at uh, your rally at the State House there, Brad? Tom, we had a great rally Friday uh, with about, oh, I suppose, 300 people showed up. Our Secretary of State, Chris Kobach, uh, spoke, and we had about 12 uh, legislators and other politicians there. Of course, many there for... Uh, Re-election, but uh, it was a great vocal turnout, and it was funny that we had uh, two school buses show up across the street, and shortly thereafter, 
oh, we had about 20 to 24 16-year-olds holding signs in the back of our rally, and they were singing and, and protesting and and just made our rally more the uh, more the better, and uh, it was a sight to see. So wait, so how many of you were there? There, there was about three hundred people, and we had uh, several television stations. Mm-hmm. And I saw two of the reports uh, here in Topeka, and both the stations uh, gave us good good reports. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because I've been getting texts and uh, on Twitter reports from people who say that. The media reports of the pro-gun rights rallies were generally very good. Well, they were ordinary, you know, were ordinary people, and that uh, that shows up. And uh, we're not acting crazy or anything like that, and, and uh, we're just uh, protecting our freedoms, and I think people appreciate that. Do you think that the media is a little bit... Surprise may not be the right word, but I'm going with surprised to come down there and see. Oh, these are these are my neighbors. These are just people just like me. They're regular old people, and maybe that kind of affects the reporting. I think it does. Uh, you know, I wish we could have had ten times as many people, and I'm sure we could have. Uh, we didn't. Uh, people didn't uh, know about this till a few right. days ahead of time, and they, we didn't do or the NRA or our rifle association didn't do that great a job on getting the word out, but for what they did, we had a great turnout, and it was very vocal. And, uh, you know, of course, Kansas is a conservative state, and that's, uh, mm-hmm. you can't say what happens back east with the news media, but, uh, you know, we're treated a little differently out here in Plains. Sure, I understand, you know, but that's that's excellent, and this was not an NRA deal at all. This was a true grassroots deal that just popped well, up. Well, this, this was put on by the uh, NRA and the Kansas State Rifles Association. Oh, it was? Okay, so that one was. Yeah, was so a, lot, a lot of the ones were not. Well, this, this one was, and it okay. uh, was, you know, pretty well attended. I, I was very pleased. Excellent. Well, that's a great range report. Thank you, sir. Look for your book, man. All right, thanks. All right, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, let's see. All right, let's take a quick break here. We'll get back. Don, don't go anywhere. Frank, don't go anywhere. We're going to get to you. And if you'd like to get in line, if you've got a thought, a report, or a gun you want to tell me about, or a question, or if you just think gun people are nuts and crazy and evil and terrorists and should have all their guns taken away, I'll shut up and give you the floor. We'll put you first in line. Just give me a call. 866-TALK-GUN. I'll even send you a gun book. Your everyday carry advantage, the new M&P Shield M2.0 pistol from Smith & Wesson, has the enhancements of the M2.0 line with aggressive grip texture and a crisp and lighter trigger pull. Extremely thin and lightweight, you can carry it all day. Also available with an integrated crimson trace laser in 9 or 40, the M&P Shield M2.0. Visit smith-wesson.com. You got your carry permit, and that's good. But do you know you could use more training? Get the DVDs, which have what you need. Springfield Armory presents Concealed Carry 1 and Concealed Carry 2 with Bata Group. Learn specific concealed carry skills from Top Gun fighting trainers. Get trained. Be prepared. This really is life and death. ShopGunTalk.com That's ShopGunTalk.com. 
36 years, the U.S. Sportsmen's Alliance has been fighting to protect hunting, fishing, and trapping for sportsmen from coast to coast. Today, we are under constant attack from extremist animal rights groups who want to end your ability to hunt in the U.S. Join us to protect our sporting heritage and our way of life outdoors. To join or for more information on how you can help, go to ussportsman.org. That's ussportsman.org. Laser sights increase confidence, regardless of experience level. Whether you're learning the fundamentals, a seasoned shooter, or simply overcoming aging eyes, laser sight provide instant feedback, providing immediate confidence and enjoyment for a new shooter. Call 800-442-2406 or visit crimsontrace.com for a free copy of our laser training video, The Laser's Edge, and learn more about why Crimson Trace is making laser sights standard equipment. All right, back with you. Don't forget, you can follow Gun Talk on Instagram for a behind-the-scenes look at all the stuff we do, Gun Talk. Uh, I'm Tom Gresham. The number here is 866-TALK-GUN, or just dial Tom Talk Gun. We have a special thing going today. Everybody who gets on the air gets a free gun book. I didn't say new, a free. We're cleaning out the uh, bookshelves. So some of them are going to be fairly new. Some of them are going to be pretty old. and Some of those are pretty interesting, too. But... Don't know what you're going to get. We're just going to grab one, shove it in an envelope, and send it to you. Fair enough? Good deal. Hey, uh, it's free. <laughs> Although there are people who will complain about free, but not uh, Gun Talk listeners. Pretty cool. Let's see here. Uh, let Don is on Tulsa, Oklahoma, line four. You sound like you got an interesting situation here, Don. What's cooking? Uh, I have a firearm that I think is unsafe, and I was wondering if there was a proper way to dispose of it. Well, tell me about the gun first. It's an RG-23 with a 20-ounce trigger pull. Hmm. RG-23. Remind me what that is. Uh, It's the original Saturday Night Special. The manufacturer retail price when new was $29.99. Okay. How long have you had it? Uh, About six months. How'd you come by it? I paid 20 bucks for it because a guy needed some money. Okay, you're helping out somebody on that deal. I, I, yeah, yeah, you didn't really need the gun, did you? No, I just, I just as a responsible owner, I figure it's unsafe. It needs to be properly taken care right. of. Right. Um, could be several ways. You could check with the police, see if they have a gun uh, a program where you could just give it to them and they will do something with it. Um, you know, are you, this would be silly. Let me ask, in Oklahoma, you're, you don't have to register your guns there, do you? No. No. Okay. So, I mean, it's not like it's a record. you got to let anybody know. The other thing you could do, quite literally, you could disassemble it as best you can, pull the cylinder out, and just throw it away. I hadn't thought about that. I was just trying to figure out a way that it would not injure anybody. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, if you could remove the cylinder, uh, pitch it, and then, like, you know, different place, different time, different dumpster or different, you know, trash day at your house. Put it into a wrapper inside of a box, you know, inside of a trash bag, and it goes away to a different place. So, mm-hmm. you know, do that. The other thing you could do, um, Michelle is offering, uh, saying, hey, take it to a local gunsmith. And they can take it in. They can legally re- destroy it according to ATF laws. Or 
maybe even pull parts out of it that would be useful. Okay. You know, that would probably be, as I think about it, I like Michelle's idea best. Take it to a local gunsmith and say, look, I don't need this. You can have it. Pull it for parts. Destroy it. Do whatever you need to do with it. Okay. All righty. That sounds like a plan. Thanks, Don. I appreciate it. You take care. Frank's in Talkeetna on three. Uh, Talkeetna, Alaska, that is, in case you don't know where Talkeetna is. Hey, Frank. Everybody knows where Talkeetna is. Come would, on, Tom. I would hope so. I've eaten at the roadhouse there, and I've landed on the landing strip in Talkeetna. There you go. There you go. You know, I have to agree. We gun people really are nuts. There's no doubt about it. Even Some have even gone so far as to say we cling to our guns. <laughs> And that's right. We're, we, we're bitter and we cling to our guns and our religion. Wait, I've heard that before somewhere. And I, I know I'm a clinger, there's no doubt. Well, I'm not bitter, but I am a clinger, okay? I am an, right. an acquirer, too. As they say, I have gas, uh, gun acquisition syndrome. Oh, i got to remember that. That is definitely <laughs> cool. So uh, as far as one cartridge, I know you've heard this a thousand times, but it would be the three oh eight. And as far as uh, a new rifle for a range report, uh-huh. I was listening to you folks on the after show last week, and uh, briefly we were talking about 10-millimeter carbines. Right. Okay, well, a uh, company that uh, is is not quite up to Smith & Wesson is making one. and My that point. is. Uh, the uh, High Point 10-millimeter carbine. You have one? I've got one, had it for a week, and I'm shooting it. It has never stovepiped. It has Ooh. never misfed. And it goes bang every time I pull the trigger. And is it there, fun? Oh, God, is it fun? <laughs> uh, there's almost no recoil because it is a rifle, and because High Point builds it, with a spring-loaded butt pad. Oh, I'll be darned. Yeah, huh. yeah. And I have heard, I haven't needed it, but I have heard that their uh, after-sales support is to die for. Well, that is a terrific report. A 10-millimeter carbine uh, that's running real well for you. And i, I got to tell you, I love it that you bought it because you heard about it on Gun Talk. That's even cooler. So, uh Great report, Frank. I appreciate that. And look, uh, check your mail. Uh, it'll be probably a couple of weeks, but you should be getting a book of some sort from us, and uh, we'll see what we can get for you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that call. Yes, <laughs> Jim says, if you're trying to dispose of a gun, an acetylene torch works really well on an unloaded gun. Yeah, okay. That's probably a good idea. Make sure it's unloaded before you do something like that. <laughs> It wouldn't be the first uh, gun that ended up in the bottom of the lake. But, I'm, again, if you were to dispose of it, I would uh, encourage you to take it apart and do it in pieces, parts. But I'd still go back. I kind of like the idea of finding a gunsmith who agrees to take it, might use it for parts, or might just uh, destroy it for you. Because that's probably wouldn't be the first time that he or she had a request of some sort like that. Are there any female gunsmiths? Interesting. You ought to check into that. Be right back.
Hey, good, good stuff. Uh, we have our Gun Talk giveaway with Crimson Trace. Uh, one car- grand prize winner is going to receive one Railmaster Pro Green Laser plus a tactical light plus a Crimson Tactical Light 900 Lumen Peak and one Crimson Tactical Light 500 Lumen Peak. All you got to do is go to guntalk.com slash win, W-I-N, 866-TALK-GUN. Let's see. Uh, line one, Bill's with us out of Missouri. Bill, this is a follow-up call, I gather. Hey, Tom, I, I appreciate your advice, and I took most of it, except I ended up getting a older Winchester 74 that, that was pitted a little bit, but it'd make a okay. good truck gun. Let me back up a little bit so people know what we're talking about. You uh, you were trying to help a widow get rid of some uh, some guns, or they had some rusty guns. So what did you end up doing with uh, most of them? Well, she's uh, she's still got them right now, and, and I, I suggested what you told the other guy, that maybe a gunsmith could use them for parts. Ah, okay, because these, these were damaged or rusty, if I remember right. Yes, yes. But what I did find uh, that was in a cloth bag and apparently had been oiled up was a 9-millimeter pistol with an old red dot on it that looks like a space gun, and Ooh. the pistol is named Linda. And apparently this company was back in the 70s that made these guns, and they uh, they made a 9-millimeter uh, carbine, too. Linda, I don't know that name. Well, have you shot it? Oh, it is a tack driver. I kid you not. It is a and and Tom, this thing. Some people think it's ugly, but it's built like <laughs> a tank. I mean, it is built like a tank. You can probably look it up on online. There, it's just Linda nine millimeter. Huh. And uh, yeah, quite a quite a quite a gun. So I. Uh, I grabbed that right away. Nine, okay, I'm looking this up. Nine millimeter Wilkinson Arms Linda pistol. Oh wow, I see what you mean. That is uh, a semi ugly thing. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know what beauty is is as beauty does, and if the thing uh, shoots well, then that's that makes it pretty. Oh, it does shoot well. That that old red dot. I I was amazed how well it worked. Oh, yeah, son of a gun. That is one strange-looking pistol there. Um, I'm not surprised it didn't stay in uh, in production, but I'm glad you got a hold of it. I'm glad it's working for you. That is true. And by the way, thank you for helping this lady uh, try to take care of those guns. It's one of the things that we probably should be aware of, we being the gun people, uh, particularly when a guy dies and widow's left with the guns. There are always people, and I'm sorry about this, but there are always people. Look, thank you for your call, sir. I appreciate it. There are always people who will swoop down and basically try to steal them. I'll take them off your hands. I'll take care of this for you. I hate it that it happens, but it's true. Don't be that guy. I don't think you are. But you can also say, look, can I help you with this? When the time's right, I will help you. And just tell her, look, don't do anything with them right away. Just let it sit. When you're ready to do something with them, I can help you. I can put you in touch with somebody who can give you an appraisal, or I can put you in touch with a good, reputable gun store or gun dealer who will make you a fair offer. If you want me to go through and catalog them for you, I can do that. I've known a number of people who have done that um, to the point where I remember Jim Clark Jr. 
uh, used to do that. And just he would just volunteer to help people. Never got any credit for it. Just did it because he was a good guy. Um, so, you know, it's just one of those things that we have the knowledge, we have the expertise, we have the ability to look them up, to know what they are, to get a price on them, to help people. And uh, a widow may not have any idea where even to start. Just one of the good things that we can do, helping out our neighbors. Don't go far. When we come back, we'll have more interesting guests and your calls, and we're giving away a book per caller on Gun Talk. 